Welcome into another episode of Spiritual Philosophy Chatter with the Joneses. I'm Danny Jones. And I am Samantha Jones. And this is episode 184. 184. What are we talking about? This is when the universe doesn't have your back. What's the deal with that? <laughs> or does it just feel like? Mm, yeah, we'll talk about Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, before we talk about that episode, anything you want to talk about from the reading episode we did last week? Yes, last, week's we, last week we did readings by me, Samantha. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had several, uh, feedback, but I'm just going to read a couple of these. The first one is from Amanda. I did a reading for her and her sister that had passed away. She says, Oh, Samantha, my heart. I just listened to my reading. Okay. I'll be honest. I've listened to it a good 10 times now. (laughs) And it honestly couldn't have come at a better time. The minute the words, my dear sister came out of your mouth, I lost it. I had a particularly rough day with my daughter and decided to go take a shower and listen to the podcast. I sat in the shower and cried and cried. I needed to hear that message more than you know. When you said she is going to have to reconnect with her biological parents, but not now, and how much my sister stressed that was very important and not until she was about 18. I couldn't believe the words that were coming out of your mouth about that because it was almost verbatim what my husband and I have told our daughter, and that is the one thing she actually has not fought us on as of yet. So thank you from the bottom of my heart for this very much needed reading. My spiritual awakening started a year ago when I had the breast cancer scare and found that penny that had a particularly meaningful date for me. You answered a question I had posted about that and told me to listen to the podcast titled Signs from the Universe. And that is when my spiritual awakening really began. I binge listened to episodes and found myself loudly saying, yes, yes, that has happened to me. Oh, so that is what that means. Everything was resonating so much and caused me to stop and really take it take in what I was hearing. Your podcasts and readings I have gotten from you have been instrumental as well in healing and the awakening process. And I know without a doubt our paths were supposed to cross. It was fate. So again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You have a bigger impact on my life than I think you realize. That's great. That's hard to get through. (laughs) Thank you. That was very sweet. Yeah. I very much appreciate that. And thank you for the feedback. And I'm glad that the reading resonated and that you were able to take some things from that for sure. So cool. Yeah. The next one is from Hillary. And Hillary was the one she submitted for her dog, Goose. Mm-hmm. And he just wanted to know, she wanted to know what he wanted to tell people. Mm-hmm. So this was her response. She said, thank you very much for the reading and answering my question this week. You are incredible. And I just wanted to say how thankful I am for you. And I know others are too. Just thank you for everything you do. I had to laugh at Goose. You were so spot on. He's a very busy he's very busy working all day helping 
then when we get home, he doesn't even want to get up and go outside with his sisters. He doesn't want to leave the fireplace. Also, the fact that he brought up how we overreact over things like stepping on them, etc. He watches me and I do everything. When I step on a toe or accidentally kick one walking by, I stop and drop everything and profusely apologize. <laughs> I already knew he read my mind, but that was just proof that he does. It's funny. People tell me all the time they oh i lost my place because i had to switch let's see uh sorry people tell me all the time they think he reads their minds and he does i know he does and i'm so lucky to have him so thank you for that hillary we really appreciate the feedback mm -hmm. for sure and then hillary is also we're going to answer two questions from her today because cool. we got to talking a little bit about it and she was talking about just how much she loves goose and how special he is to her Nice. So her first question was, how do you not spiral thinking about the death of a pet that's alive and well? I don't want to say I constantly worry about what my life will be like without him. I can feel the gut-wrenching feelings just thinking about it. I always try to deter my, my thoughts to something different, like that's not what I should be worrying about. Then I worry I might be manifesting his death. I just, it's I just think about it, but it creeps me in sometimes. And I totally understand what she's saying. And that's why I wanted to talk about this because I mm. do the same thing. Yeah. And I can tell you from working with so many people and their animals that they do the same thing too. And I don't know why we do this. I don't know why we want to focus on something that's negative instead of focusing on they're here right now. And I try and stop myself a lot sometimes when I catch myself doing that and just like, okay, just uh, enjoy the time that you have with them. But I think we do that. One reason is because they don't live as long as people do, right. you know, so we know that they're going to pass. We know that it's not, you know, a ridiculously far amount of time in the future. Right. And so that, you know, has and some of us are just worry wards as owners or parents of these pets you know some of us you are <laughs> <laughs> yes it's very hard for me yeah. it's um it's hard to be able to communicate with animals <clears throat> because it's just like having children and they yes. talk to you and they tell you what you need and yeah. what you've done wrong and it's it's hard you know that when they're disappointed in you we went to santa barbara uh a while back and Zumi wasn't happy with our pet sitter choice <laughs> because he likes to have his butt smacked. He's a Great Dane, and Great Danes, for whatever reason, they just love this. They, he just wants it padded, and it makes him happy, and she didn't do that one time. So right. we come home, and he's sitting there just glaring at me. I'm like, what's wrong with you? And he, he told me. Oh, God. So most people would have no clue yeah. what was going on in that situation. <laughs> so that makes it harder for me. I do worry a lot and I do have this same problem. Right. And so when Hillary said this, it really it's it struck home. And I do yes. know that there's a lot of people that do this. I could find myself doing it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And I have to get away from that thought. Yeah, it's hard. It really because is. Because it's inevitable. We all know it. it's going to happen to all of us. So, yeah, why? You know, and we love them so much and they love us so much. It's an unconditional love. So, of course, it's like it's a love that you want to have forever. You don't want to let it go. So mm. we just get stuck in that perception. And I worry about the same thing, too, about the manifesting of the death by thinking about it all the time. And this is a conversation that I have had with my mother about this. And she told me not to worry about that, that I'm not doing that, that, that the dogs are going to pass when they're supposed to pass yeah. and not to worry about that. So yeah. I'll pass that one on to you. And then the other question that she had, if my phone wants to open, uh, is 
Let's see. How do you interpret signs? I feel like I've been getting quite a few. I just can't figure out what's happening. Do you keep asking questions and signs to interpret things? Well, I mean, I know from my experience of watching you and then kind of learning myself was if I wasn't sure what that sign meant, then I was to de- to determine what that sign would mean. So I would set something. Okay, from now on, when I see that, it's going to be mm-hmm. you, you know, my mother, or my grandmother, something right to that nature. So then I'm familiar. Right. But yeah, because often I'll say to you, what does this mean? Yeah, what does it mean? It's yeah. like I see it all over the place. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it is, you know, well, it's inquiring, asking, but setting certain signs. So you then will know. Absolutely. And a lot of times you just might not at first, like like right. kind of what Danny's saying, you just have to set those and it can make you go crazy over and over in your head, you know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure it out. But don't overthink it because they don't want us to mm-hmm. overthink it. And we really can set these things ourselves. So if you see something and it makes you think of somebody or something, yeah, just say I'm right. setting it for this or that. But don't let it stress you out. Like, I know there's a lot of people that they see the synchronicities, they see the signs, and it makes them think that there's some specific thing that they're missing, that they're trying to, somebody's trying to warn them about something. And from the years of doing this, I can tell you that's not what's happening here. They're trying to establish a language with us. Yes, because I feel like it's not here today, gone tomorrow. They want us to know this is infinite. Mm -hmm. We're always here. We're, yep. we're going to be here tomorrow and the next day and the next day. So when those signs do just come randomly, yeah, there maybe isn't necessarily some pending message. Right. It's just, yeah, we're here. We're right. still here. Or like this happened to us recently. We Because there's things that we really don't know even why they happen to us. And we just kind of assume or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But we were driving in the car and we were talking about somebody. And right. then there's a song that relates to them came on the radio Mm -hmm. and then we switched the song because we didn't want to hear the song that it was about them (laughs) but the song would have been on it because we saw them at the stop sign it would have been on as we saw them at the stop sign right yeah so we don't know what that means Mm -mm. did were we thinking about them and hearing that song because we were going to see them at the stop sign or did those three things together mean something that we haven't put together yet and it happened yesterday except yeah the song was changed and then Samantha had to run in store and these particular people were in the store. Yeah, different people. Different both times, story, but, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the same situation. Same situation, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the song came on the radio and it was while we were yeah. discussing these particular Yeah, people. and it was very reminiscent of the situation. And yeah. so yeah, it was and you just don't know. Mm. You you don't know why a lot of times that those things happen and I think what one of the things that I do is I try and remember those situations so that the next time something similar comes up, I go, okay, what was what happened the last time? Was there something right. after or whatever? And it right. takes time to learn these signs and, and what they mean and that some of them don't mean anything. It's just, right. it, it does. Those particular situations sometimes come with this feeling. I, I would c- kind of compare it to like deja vu where you feel like it's, it's not coincidental yeah there's not co- to me there is no coincidence yeah it's just what is the reason in particular <laughs> yep absolutely 
Um, so yeah, so I hope that that answers yeah. your question, Thanks, Hillary. Hillary, and thank you for the feedback as well. Yeah. Uh, before I do my reading, I wanted to bring up a story, actually, because this um, this episode is when the universe doesn't have your back, but something happened to us where the universe did have our back, and so I wanted to tell this story before the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we had told you guys last week that we were going to Hawaii, and we did, and we are back, Yay. obviously. It was awesome. Yep. But while we were there, one of the things that we wanted to do was go snorkeling. And this house that we were staying in had access directly to the ocean. There was just a gate that you had to go through. Yeah, it was real close, like 25 yards. Yeah. So we thought, okay, we'll go down through this gate and go in there and go snorkeling. So we're at the gate and we're trying to get it open. And there's a groundskeeper that's there. And he starts talking to us. And I don't He just came out of the blue. We told him we were going down there. And he said, watch out for the Vana. <laughs> and my brother said, what's Vana again? <laughs> and he said, oh, sea urchins, right? Okay. So long story <laughs> short, he takes us down to the water. He shows us what these sea urchins are. And he's telling us over and over again. Yeah. That this if, is going to make for a really bad day. Yeah. If one of us steps on one of these, it's going to make for a really bad day. He kept saying that over and over. Really bad day. So now that's like an inside joke. You know how you get your inside jokes oh, yeah. that way? Really bad day. <clears throat> um, but, you know, the, the average person might just think that this was a coincidence, that this guy just showed us this and, you know. But Danny and I knew exactly what was going on. We yeah. knew that this guy was sent by the universe to show us. Not first, the place to go Not the, the place to go snorkeling. <laughs> Find a better place. I think I actually asked him. I said, can, can I just be honest with you <laughs> for a bunch of first timers? Is this really the best place for us to be going? Yeah. And then he went on about some story of a gentleman that right where we were standing. Yes. Right where we were Tried to get in, stepped on one, then fell over on another and had these things all over him. And I was like, just envisioning. (laughs) Yeah. I think you, like you said earlier. Yeah. The one that it happens to, because you're going to try to get out there and show everybody this is perfectly safe and yes. okay. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm the one that's always the go-getter. Let's I'm going to test this, the guys. water yeah. first. I'm, oh, yeah, always, always. So luckily, yeah, this guy, and you know, we could have not struck up a conversation, said hello yep. to him or anything. But in Hawaii, people are ridiculously friendly. They it's really awesome. Are. Yeah. So people just say hi, wave, smile. And that was just as we were walking by, the natural thing to do. And they were like, how you doing? And. So he just started talking to us. That part about it was like he's trying to draw us in. Right, absolutely. He wants to share. There's some information that needs to be shared with us that's yes. very important. So we should give this guy a few minutes of our time. Yes. You know? And we did. Yeah. Like small talk, where you're from. And yeah. I think he said he moved there from Arizona and maybe the 80s or something and never went back. Yeah. You know? and so, but yeah, once he saw us headed that way to the gate... He was very informative. Yes, he was. And we <laughs> appreciate you, that very much. Because Whoever you were. These, this is the way that the universe gets involved. And you will never be able to really prove that. Mm-hmm. And that's where people don't necessarily believe that this is how the universe gets right. involved. But we truly believe that either myself or Marina would have fallen in that vana. Mm-hmm. And that was the night we were going to a luau. And yeah. it, ru- it would have had a really bad day, really bad trip. Yeah. So, um Thank you to that guy. He but was we ended angel. up going to another spot that was kind of not as risky, but sort of hard to see. So we ditched that area in general, went somewhere else, and it was 
it was wonderful. Yeah, it really was. So, but that guy was a was an angel. So we really appreciated his help. But that's how the universe works sometimes. And even if it, you know it seems like it's inconvenient or whatever, listen to those things because yeah. there's a reason why they're telling you those. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I just wanted to share that story. Cool. Yeah. So then let's do the reading. Yeah. Okay. So this is from Panapet. She said these are mango and boba. And me, Panapat, and they're her her birds, mm-hmm. their love birds. Oh, re- I saw a picture, I think, on Facebook of one of them. Yeah. Um, I've recently faced an uncertain situation where I may have to leave the country soon because I failed to continue in grad school. I plan to find an internship to buy time for applying to another school, probably only if my sponsor approves. Questions. Will I get a chance to stay here longer and just maybe move to somewhere else? If not, should I bring Mango and Boba back to my country with me? Do they want to? What do they like me to do, and what would they like me to do less? Thank you, Samantha. So let me talk to them. And you know what? I'm going to focus more on you with this because I think that this is more about you. Okay, so let's see. Okay, so I'm not saying that you're manifesting this this, what's going on, but you're not attracting what you're supposed to be attracting. So the law of attraction is really, really, really real. And when you are constantly worrying or you are being negative or, you know, just not really enjoying life, your vibration's low. There's a good way of putting it. That is usually when these things kind of happen, when the negative happens. So this is about perspective change. This is about, and and we'll talk about this in the episode today, about allowing the universe to guide you where you're supposed to go. Not worrying so much about it. Not worrying. If you're, if you're supposed to stay here, you will stay here. If you're not supposed to, then you won't. <coughs> I don't feel like your time here is over, um, but I do feel like there will be a point where you will go back home and then you will come back here again later. Um... If this time, which I think it might, and I don't mean to worry you about that. I'm not saying it's right now, but I think that this might come up where your birds, you know, you'll have to make that decision of if you're going to take them back to your country or leave them here. And my opinion is that you should leave them here. Um, They're very bonded to each other. They do enjoy your company and, and the life that you give them but they are more bonded to each other. So as long as they have each other and they have somebody that's going to take good care of them, they're going to be just fine. So if you have a friend or somebody that might be interested or whatever, if that time comes, that's what I would suggest. That's a lot of flying for little birds. It's a lot of stress to put on a little bird's body like that. Um, They don't know. I mean, of course I could tell them what's going on, but still it's like, It's like telling a child, okay, you're going to go on this airplane. It's going to make all these kinds of noises and they're still going to stress about it because it's different and it feels different and all of that. You can't tranquilize them like a dog. No, 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 no. Uh Uh-uh. So, yeah, that would be my suggestion for that. Um, But I really feel like if you can change your perception of this, if you can look at this as 
the universe is trying to help me, just maybe not in the way that I expected it to help me. Mm. That's going to change how this is going to go. Because there is something that you're resisting. There is some kind of change here that you're resisting. And I also feel like procrastination is a part of the problem here. So think about these things going forward. I uh, try and, you know, work on the perception changes, not worrying so much, leaving it in the hands of the universe. Hopefully this episode will help a little bit with that. And then let me ask them, because you asked what would they like me to do more and what would they like me to do less? So they're showing me chewing on something kind of looks like millet or it looks like something long that they both can chew on together. It could be like a treat stick. Uh, They like those. They like the snacks and things like that. Um, So they, of course, I mean, what animal isn't going to say they want more snacks, you know? (laughs) But yeah, they they like those. They like um think it's millet. It looks like millet. And then <clears throat> what to do less. Um I think the only thing that and this is coming from the green one is that sometimes they don't want to be handled. Sometimes they just want to be left alone. So when you see that maybe they're resisting coming to you, just let them be. Um cuz you know, they're not always in the mood to be handled or whatever. So they'll let you know when they are for sure. So that's what they're telling me. So I hope that that helps you, Panda Pat. Thanks, really Panda do. Pat. Yeah. Please let us know your feedback and how things go. So nice. Yay. So before I give my info I, or our info, I just wanted to say that my radio show started this last mm-hmm. week. It was yeah. cool. Thank very you. Good. Thank you very much. So I so hope proud. that some of you got a chance to listen to it and it will air every Wednesday at 10 a.m. You go to voiceamerica.com and to the empowerment channel. And my show is called Beyond the Bridge with Samantha Jones. And uh, it's a lot of fun so far. Yeah. This week. Um, coming up, I'm going to have my sister on as a guest, and we're going to talk about how we were able to find each other after 40-something right. years and how us finding each other has led to her a new way of life for her. Can you share the call-in number on here that yeah. people can call in? Yes, I could if I had it. I don't have it with you. <laughs> we'll do that, Yes, though. we will. We can do that. I yes, promise you can call next in. week we'll share the the number you can call in if you'd like to be on the show. Yeah, That'd be cool because I did two readings on the show <clears throat> this last week and right. it was it was fun. And yeah. you will be doing that all along. So. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. So, yeah. so yay. So there's the show. And then our info, you can find me at samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. To find us on social media for the podcast, search at spiritualjoneses or you can email us spiritualjoneses at gmail.com. Yay. And then for you. For my art, djonesartcollection.com. For the web, at djonesartcollection. For Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. <laughs> Yay. And that's it. All righty. All right, then. Episode 184, When the Universe Doesn't Have Your Back. I think we're, uh, first of all, of you seeing a tongue-in-cheek kind of reference <laughs> for our yes. title, a little bit of comedy. Um, I think it's more of a perception point of view that we're trying to get at here but yes um good good topic yeah i agree it it is really about perception and that's why i said that at the beginning that you can look at it as when the universe doesn't have your back or you can look at it as when it feels like the universe doesn't have your back because honestly it always does but we are allowed free will 
So we're allowed to make our own decisions and our own choices. And the universe will do a lot of things to try and help us, kind of like the Vana story that we shared earlier. But there's things that they can't do. And they have to allow us to make our own decisions. So, yeah. So let's see. So sometimes it feels like the universe doesn't have our back. Life may seem to be going along without any issues, and then wham, it's like the universe isn't helping anymore. (laughs) Or you may feel like you never get what you want, even though you try hard, or no matter how hard you try, you feel like you just can't get ahead. I'm sure we've all experienced those things in our lives. Oh, yeah. That's nothing new. You may ask yourself during these times what you did to piss the universe off so bad. You try to be the best person you can be, the best spouse, the best employee, you know, do your do your job the way you're supposed to in all places, but no matter what you do, you constantly get pushed down. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different ways that you can look at this and a lot of reasons why we feel this way. But one of the ways that I try and look at it when I feel like the universe isn't having my back is like a video game. And I've talked about this before, how it's it's like getting a reward or opening another level. Mm-hmm. And so when we're going along and things aren't going our way, I tend to look at it as that's not the way to unlock the next stage. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. Because if you keep doing the same thing over and over, you're just going to get the same results. Mm -hmm. That's Einstein's definition of insanity. Yeah. You know, you have to change up what you're doing and then maybe that next level will open for you. Kind of going back to that first question that we had earlier uh, at the beginning about what these signs mean and talking about a general sort of um, language that's being developed or just them showing their presence through these types of things. This is another area where I do notice um, either an influx or a lack thereof of signs at a particular time. Uh-huh. And like, let's say if I'm, I'm not <clears throat> mentally like taking care of things that I should be taking care of <clears throat> mentally inside myself or uh, I'm not following this thing that I was doing where during these times when I am, I'm seeing a regular constant mm-hmm. influx of synchronicities. What you, not you, what many would say is coincidence. And I say, it's not those types of things. And then it can go quiet sometimes. Yes. That more has to do again with a, am I looking for it? Or am I preoccupied in my mind? Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by like. there's things I need to take care of in my mind that are preoccupying me and not allowing me to be open to see it. Because yes. it's really always there. Yes. But the fact that I look at a clock always and it's triple digits right. of the same number, right. you know, or quadruple digits of the same number, those kind of things are different patterns that are constantly always there. And be, and I'm not sitting staring at a clock. It's just, you know, you tap your phone at a certain time to check something and yes. there it is, 111. Yep. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. And this happens, and this happens all the time. Yep. Not necessarily just at 111, but so <clears throat> when I'm in those different periods of seasons of my life, I can see those, I can see the universe much clearer than when I'm not doing those things. Right. Definitely. So I asked our listeners, do you feel like when you're doing the best you can and 
sorry, let me go back. Do you ever feel like you're doing the best you can in life, but the universe just doesn't have your back? And 31% said yes, 15% said no, and 50 54% said occasionally. Diana said, I just think of it as I don't see the reason yet. And that does have a lot to do with it, that you don't understand why is, why mm -hmm. is this happening what, mm -hmm. right now. Nancy said, occasionally, and then I remember it's for a reason and I have to trust the universe and its plan. And that's exactly yeah. it. And that can be really, really hard, you yeah. know, to, to actually do that. That can be really hard. Patience is, yes. is a tough one. Yes. Because answers may not be revealed yep. to you right away. Yep. It might take days, weeks, months, years. Hillary said, for me, when I'm struggling with anything going on, I always try and think, is this a test and why am I being tested? I get more frustrated at myself for not figuring it out sooner. I always feel like the universe has my back. I may even trust it too much. But in the frustrating instances, I try and think, why is this happening and what, what is the lesson to be learned? Yeah. Absolutely, 100%. And sometimes I think that if people knew how much I asked myself, what is this trying to teach me? Mm -hmm. They probably go, you just are always in a test, aren't you? Right. But I do realize that, that every decision that I make affects the mm -hmm. next decision. We're all in that, whether we're aware of it or not. We're mm -hmm. all. That's where I absolutely adore and lean on hindsight and retrospect is because looking back, I can see. Right. That all of these have been really true lessons yeah. for me to learn from. Absolutely, they have. Yep. And I've learned. Yeah, me too. A lot. And then Gina said, I feel as though I always make the wrong choice, always choosing the wrong door to go through. And that's tough because that can be in so many different areas. But usually, like, if you really think what's the right way, not necessarily <clears throat> what's the easiest way or what's the way I want to go, but what's the right way yeah. that I want to go? Um, I have a story that I'll, I'll share about uh, this last week that I felt like the universe didn't have my back, but actually it was doing me a favor. So Marina and I had tickets to see Lizzo last night, and we both had had a really long week. She's, you guys bought these tickets a while ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, months and months when they first came on sale. <clears throat> and, you know, we just got back from Hawaii, and she's got some personal issues that she's dealing with. And I thought that I bought tickets for Saturday when I actually bought tickets for Friday. And if you know anything about the freeways in California, <laughs> we have the 405 freeway. And you don't want to be on that freeway during mm. the week, pretty much at any time, but especially after like 5 o'clock. Monday through Friday, yeah, yeah 5 o'clock. Nope. You don't want to be on that freeway. It will literally take you an hour to just get a couple of miles. Yeah. So between all of these things, I felt like I don't really want to go. Like I really, and I didn't think she wanted to go. I felt like we were both just kind of forcing it. Um, but... I decided to just let the universe decide. If there's a reason why we're not supposed to go, then put something in our way. The, I didn't want to make that choice. I wanted to leave it up to the universe. But I really didn't want to go. I didn't want to drive that freeway. And, and I've been so tired and everything, and I knew she was too, you know? But we both did. We both, you know, <laughs> got dressed, dragged ourselves out, and we had a really good time. Yeah. But if I would have done what I wanted to do, I would have either given those tickets to her and a friend... Or I would have sold them if she was, you know, of course, depending on what she wanted to do. But the universe 
had different plans. It wanted us to go. They wanted us to enjoy ourselves, and we did. We yeah. had a good time. So even <clears throat> if something feels like it's not going the direction that you want it to go, or just go with it because the universe always knows, and it will put something there. I've had many, many times where there may be something that I don't, I don't feel like it's the right time to do something or whatever, and the universe will put something in yeah. the path to stop it. Mm -hmm. But I know when it doesn't that I'm just supposed to keep going. Yeah. You know, just go with whatever it wants me to do. So I want to read a couple of listener stories about when they feel like the universe hasn't had their back. Cool. This is from Sunshine. She said, when I was in my late teens, early 20s, I was in an extremely abusive relationship. I hated it, but I couldn't get out of it. Everywhere I went, everything I tried, he was there. Relentless. I became hopeless and on the brink of giving up completely. I remember a specific memory of walking down the street in the snow, and I was so tired of it all, I yelled out to the sky in front of God and everyone for help getting me out of it because I clearly couldn't do it on my own. Mm -hmm. It continued for a few more years, and I felt like I was ignored by God, the universe, and they just didn't care about me. So why should I care about me? It wasn't till he finally went to prison for what he did to me that I was able to get away. But that was a few years after I begged for help. Why wasn't the universe there for me when I asked? Why did I have to suffer so much more trauma first? I'm still a little upset about it, still figuring out what my lesson was and why I had to learn it in just a damaging, life-threatening way. Right. That's a, a very good... Yeah, it's heavy. But it's... I think that there's situations like this that happen to most people just in different ways. There's a traumatic event or something that happens or they can't get out of something or whatever. And, and every situation is different. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not there back with you those years when you were trying to get away. Maybe there was something else you could have done and you didn't do it. Maybe the universe was trying to show you that way, but you didn't see it. There's so many different things that could mm -hmm. have been going on or... Maybe it was supposed to happen this way. Maybe he needed to go to jail and you were help putting him in jail. Yeah. Maybe, unfortunately, the abuse that you suffered is going to help you to help people in the future. Right. There's so many different reasons. And it's really hard to look at it like that. I understand. It is because it's like you want. <clears throat> I think we're feeling like unaccounted for at that point. Like, you know, it's just OK to pick on me, I mm -hmm. guess, you know, for. And I get that because we've all been there. Yeah. I relate to the shouting out, actually, Me like too. verbally shouting out at God. Like when I was going through my divorce, I did that a couple times. Like yeah. this has to. I did too. You have to find me a way, you know, or it's going to be ugly. Yep. And I got that way. Yep. But here's another aspect to Sunshine that is possible that. Maybe this is karma you paid from a previous life with this person that maybe you were the abuser. That's a very good point. And it's I don't possible. mean to say that, you know, like you're a mean person because I don't think you are at all. But these are things that we just, the part about this experience that's so vast, mm -hmm. we're not exactly sure why. Right. But we have to face it. Mm -hmm. We have to do it. <clears throat> Maybe part of the lesson was for to see whether would you give up. Yes, that too. There could be so many lessons wrapped up in this, because but there always are. Your your prayer was answered. 
It was. It just wasn't answered in the time right. that you wanted it to be. And unfortunately, you had to suffer physically for that. But there's always a timeline. There's always a reason. And we can't push that timeline. Right. When I went through my divorce, it was the same kind of thing. I was asking, I need a way to be able to take care of myself, to be able to be on my own without having to worry. You know, Because when you're with somebody for so long, you don't know how you're going to do it on your own. And so right. I kept at the same thing, yelling, please, somebody give me away. And it happened. It took a couple of months, but my grandmother got sick. And then I came out here to, to take care of her and just ended up staying. Yeah. Um, and that was my job for seven years. But that had to happen in the timeline that it was supposed to happen. It wasn't in my timeline. I would have preferred it to happen a couple of months or years earlier, but it didn't. It happened in the universe's timeline. Right. And it, for a reason, for many reasons. <clears throat> so we definitely have to remember that when those things are happening, even in the really bad times. You mm -hmm. know, if somebody would have told me that after my mom died, this is happening for a reason, I would have been like, are you serious right <laughs> yeah, now? A lunge at you. Yes, yeah, seriously, <laughs> do you like your face the way it is? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not that type of person. But, um, you know, you do. You have all those thoughts that go through your head. But I, I look back now and I see why it had to happen the way that it did. But that's retrospect, you know, yeah. for sure. Uh, let's read Nancy's story here. Uh, you know, real quick, yes. having um, traumatic events and uh, tough seasons in our life is by no means the universe implying or actually turning its back on us. No. It's part of the experience. It's part of the karma. It's all wrapped up. Yeah. And some of it we are aware of and some of it we have no idea why. Absolutely but right. we will all learn why. That's why we just sometimes have to go with it. Yeah. And just, if the universe is taking us in one direction or the other, just try and go with it the best that we can. Because it doesn't yeah. always make sense at the time. It usually doesn't. Yeah. But we usually, in retrospect, find out for sure. <clears throat> so let's read Nancy's story. She said, I was in a relationship with my now boyfriend and it seemed like we couldn't get on track at the same time. He was in Florida, I was in Michigan, and and vice versa. I remember saying to him that the universe is against our relationship. <clears throat> we broke up. He was upset and I wasn't. And he said to me, you don't seem to be upset. And I said, I'm not because I know we will be together one day. I knew he was the right guy at the wrong time. I had faith and trusted the universe. In that time apart, I continued to work on myself and it seemed he did too. Keep in mind, we broke up and got back together three or four times in a five-year space span of time. The last time we got back together, I said, if it doesn't work this time, I'm done. We have been together now for four years, the longest stretch in our relationship, and it appears that there is no end in sight. The universe knew that although we both wanted to be ready, the universe knew that although we both <laughs> wanted to be ready, we weren't. And that's, again, the timeline. Yeah, if there's a reason why it's not happening, it's not lining up. You know, we have talked in the past about how I was dating somebody else when Danny and I started dating and the universe was pushing me towards Danny and it was getting in the way of me seeing the other guy that I was dating. Mm -hmm. Like his family came to town. They went on vacation. It was just one <coughs> thing after the Excuse other me. and every day was packed. Yeah. And by the time that I was able to see him again, I had lost those feelings and that's what was supposed to happen. But at the time, it didn't really make sense. You know, you just have to go with it yeah. and say, okay, there's a reason. And we met sense. 25 years before, not really knowing 
we would have any connection later on. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I think that happens to a lot of people that, you know, you do, you meet somebody and maybe it's just not the right time for you, but it's familiar and you come back to it. I have a lot of friends that have kind of reconnected with high school <clears throat> friends and, you know, right. or, or first loves, whatever. So, and then I also asked our listeners, in your opinion, when it feels like the universe doesn't have your back, what is actually happening? And 47% said, I'm being given a test or taught some kind of lesson important to my journey. 32%, I'm being guided away from something that isn't meant for me. And 9% said, the universe really doesn't have my back. And then the other 9% said, the universe is saying no to whatever it is I don't want or am doing. Yeah. Um, I... You know, I always think that the universe has your back. Again, it's just in retrospect or sometimes that you may never see it. Yeah. And and that's okay because it's done its job. But there's there's always a reason, mm-hmm. but it might not always be a lesson. It might be to steer you away from something that right. isn't meant for you. Um, there, Yeah, so that's many That's another reasons. great reason that I think out of our own free will that we don't want to accept, yeah. you know. So we keep pushing this particular issue. Or thing yeah. um, in our life that's not right, it's not good, and it's just resulting in bad things. Yep. But the free will is like, but no, this is what I want. I think we have this ability, I can, I can really look inside and go, do I picture that little kid kicking and screaming, trying to get what he wants? If that's what I can picture, then I know that this probably isn't what I need. Yes, Absolutely. But if I can look inside and see something that's calm, then I'll un- then it's the opposite usually. Yep, that's right. I, I've and I've had relationships like that. There was one guy that I dated for a little while that I felt like I was really chasing, and the universe was really trying to keep me away from him. And then I found out that he not only had a girlfriend, but he had somebody else. So there, he had three women that he was seeing, and the universe was trying to keep <clears throat> me away from him. But I kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. Yeah. And that's why they wanted me to stay away from him. And I just had to find out the hard way. And yeah. sometimes that's what has to happen. If you're not willing to listen and listen to those signs now, if I were to go back to that point, I would do it over again. And I would not even bother yeah. because I know that the universe was trying to push me away from him. But we have to be willing to see those things at yeah. the time, not wait for the retrospect. And that's hard, especially when it comes to relationships and knowing, you know, when we're supposed to move on or when the person isn't for us or when they are, it's all just, it's scary. Yeah. Yeah. So let's see on that. Lori had said the universe has its own table. What you are asking for may actually be on the way, but the timing is for it is not up to us. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. Mm -hmm. And then Alicia said, as Garth Brooks says, thank God for unanswered prayers. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. It's like watch what watch for what you pray for. Yes. <laughs> or you know, the unanswered prayers sometimes too. It's... Yes, absolutely. Those things that we didn't get that we thought we wanted so bad that it just wasn't you know. Wasn't it's like or... looking back, I can realize, man, I really did listen to my intuition more than I thought. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't aware that that's kind of what was happening. Yeah, you know? totally. I. I think that a lot of people, too, like in their career, I've done this. You want to jump forward. You want to go from A to Z without doing all of the other Mm -hmm. things in between. 
and it can be discouraging, but like there's been a couple of reality shows that I um, applied for. I don't even know why I did. I just felt like the universe puts it in front of you. You should do it. Right. And never got called back. And this was within like the first two or three years of all of this, of being a psychic and that looking back now, I realized I wasn't ready. And that's why the universe said, no, this isn't the opportunity for you. And honestly, I really didn't want to do camera. I wanted to do like Mike. So the radio show right. was perfect. Perfect. But it wasn't it. We had to do this podcast for me to get comfortable enough right. to do the radio show. Yeah. So it all has to evolve and we have to be patient and understand, like Lori was saying, that mm-hmm. there's a timeline for everything. And when you think about that period of time, too, you were kind of throwing yourself out there like, okay, I'll try this, I'll do that. Yes. But you hadn't really determined. I think it took some time with doing more readings, maybe, that you realized I'd really rather just kind of be behind a microphone yes. than I would, uh, you know, camera, per mm-hmm. se. Um, and so they have to sort of, okay, plan's been rerouted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. We finally have a definitive yeah. um, answer as to what they want. Right. So now we have to make that happen. But our patients wants it right then. Yes. You know. Absolutely. And so, but you got exactly what it was you were desiring. Yes. Just in that general area. And I didn't manifest a radio show. I didn't. <clears throat> no. I just manifested a way to be able to get my voice out to help more people. Hmm? And that's the way that they brought it. And yeah. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it and appreciate that it's not in right. front of the camera. <laughs> and that took steps. And yes. you could see it now, you know, like with your mom, with talking to your mom and her suggesting you guys should do this podcast. Well, chances are if we hadn't done this... You wouldn't be being approached by a radio Absolutely. network. That's so, where they found us. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's that intuition of listening. Okay. Even as much as, ah, I don't really want to do We didn't want to do it. We but really didn't. We listened. Yep, we did. And, and so glad. So you, you're reaping the fruits of your labor and having your prayers answered at the same time. Exactly. But it wasn't easy. <clears throat> And it wasn't the path that I thought I was going to be taking. And I just had to trust the universe to guide. And mm-hmm. that's what we all have to do. And that's why, like, I like to share our stories because I, I, if I have to be the example, I will be and show people that you can have anything that you want. You just have to work for it. Mm-hmm. And you have to let the universe guide you where you're supposed to go and not resist the changes and all of that. And because change is uncomfortable, and I think right. that's one of the biggest problems. People just, no, no, I don't want to do it. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. This whole thing has been uncomfortable, but right. I know that every day I get more and more comfortable yeah. with it. Yeah, and like the listener, I don't remember who's just said about the timetable, remembering it's not on your timetable. Yeah, that was Lori. Lori, mm-hmm. yes. Yep. Yeah, it, it isn't. It really isn't. And because I think we always feel like we're rushing, like we're running out of time. And so we have to get this done right now, right. you know, I, but that's not the case. No, there is. A Especially time when I, you know, for me coming to the realization that I come back and do this as many times as I want. Yes. So I'm not running out of time. Right. But like, look at it this way. Okay. Like as far as relationships go, you and I 
we went through divorces around the same time. Mm -hmm. But if those divorces wouldn't have happened at the time that they did, we wouldn't have both been single at the same time. No. If I wouldn't have left a bad relationship that I was in between, we wouldn't be together. There's all these things that the universe had to make happen in order to make this happen. And I think you guys can see that the universe brought us together for many reasons. One of them is this, is to help everybody. And, you know, we're a team and do that. And, um, but it had to do all of these steps to get us there. Mm -hmm. It just takes time and uncomfortableness a lot of the times too. So how do we let the universe control a little bit more? We relinquish that control and understand that they, you know, are helping us. Well, each day we need to make a choice about how we're going to live that day. If you can get in the mindset of believing that the universe will always have your back, life will go smoother. It just will. Mm-hmm. We in our her Hawaii trip, I had an experience like this where <clears throat> I was trying to check us in on the app and it wouldn't let me check in. And it was that was weird because one of Marina's friends went with us and we bought their ticket later. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of an issue because we I was worried, you know, if we can't all be on this same flight together. So my brother left a little bit earlier. So I went to the airport with him and checked in. And I told the lady I'm having an issue checking in. And the look on her face was like, uh oh, like she had to tell me something, you know, like I wasn't going to get on this flight. And she said, you know, your tickets had been exchanged because we were originally supposed to go in March. And I said, yeah, they, they were exchanged, you know, this, but this has all been taken care of. She took my driver's license and the confirmation number and was <laughs> like, I'll be right back. And for 15 minutes, I stood there waiting for her to come back. And I was a total stress case. But you know what I did tell myself during that is if we are not supposed to be on this flight, we won't be on this flight. Because all those things start going through your head. Where are we going to stay? What are we going to, you know, what are we going to do? How is this going to work? But then I said to myself, it's okay. Those things will work themselves out. If we are not supposed to be on this flight, we won't be. That's how the universe helps us. Now, we were on the flight. I still have no clue what that was about. Sometimes there's just glitches in the matrix and things happen. But um, it definitely made me think about, okay, I'm not going to, you know, go overboard here. Not going to get upset in front of this lady. Although when she told me, here's your tickets, I almost started crying. I was like, thank you. (laughs) Because I really want to go home. Like Clark Griswold. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) But, you know, if she would have said, we can't get you on this flight, I would have said, uh, this is gonna suck but okay yeah. there's yeah. a reason it was really really windy that day too i was like are they trying to keep us off that plane <laughs> um, but you know it all turned out fine but yeah. we just never know you just never know so you have to kind of go with whatever happens you do yeah. yeah for sure allow yourself to be a little more flexible yes if you want the help yes that's very true you have to be flexible <clears throat> and you have to think about how much you've already been through in your life too yeah. We've all been through so many things. And like, I think when we get to, you know, a major, uh, a bump or something, we, oh, this is the end of the world. This is the worst thing. Ever. But you've experienced so many things in your life already. Mm-hmm. And you've made it through all of those things that you have to remind yourself in those bad times that things will get better. Yeah. You know, and, and the universe does have your back. Yeah. And that you've grown through a lot, too. I heard this guy on the radio. I meant to look what his name was. Heard him on the radio and he was talking about grief and he was a really calming voice. He's written a lot of books about grief and I just loved how calm his voice was. But he started talking about PTSD and he said, after PTSD comes post-traumatic growth. Mm. You have to let go of that 
what you're holding on to and mm-hmm. grow from it. And that's mm-hmm. so true. Yeah. The, the things that have happened to us in the past that might affect <clears throat> us now make us think, you know, we're, we have things going forward that we have to grow from that yeah. post-traumatic stress. And I, I absolutely love that. Makes that a lot of that. sense. Yep. When you get down and think that the universe doesn't have your back, just try and be understanding and patient. What's meant for you will come at the time it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. It just will. You must also remember we are here to learn and the universe is merely our guide. We ultimately make our own decisions and we can't blame the universe. It, it just, it, that's how it goes. Yeah. You know, we can't blame the universe when something doesn't go our way. Yeah. There's times too where... These things don't fit into maybe your story. I want to tell my sister's story about what just happened to her because sometimes bad things happen to good people. Yeah. They just do, and you can't figure out why. Yeah. So my sister came here to take care of the dogs while we were in Hawaii, and because I'm, like Danny has said, a worrywart and a total <laughs> freak about my dogs, and I want to go on vacation and be happy. So I will you know, bring the person that I feel the most comfortable for my dogs to be with. So she came here and everything went great. But unfortunately, while she was gone, her dog got into the trash and ate a hundred tortillas. He got the tortillas off the counter, but in the trash were some chicken bones and God knows what else. He has been sick since then. And there's been a few times where she thought that he was going to die. And she said the same thing, that she was yelling at the universe. Why is this happening? I did. I went and took care of my sister's <clears throat> dogs, and I did a nice thing, and now I come home and one of my dogs is sick. Why does that happen? Yeah. I don't know. I can't tell you. Maybe in retrospect, years from now, I can. I don't know. Maybe there's just something there. Maybe it was going to happen anyways. Maybe it would have happened even if Amanda was home, that he would have yeah. gotten a hold of those things. We don't know. But it's not the universe's fault. Because we have free will. And he got into the trash. And, you know, that's where the prevention should have started, I guess, or or whatever. But that's what happens. Can't blame the universe. And regardless of the what, when, where, why, there is something learned. Yes. From it. Yes. Even if you can't put a reason as to why it happened, you did learn something. Yes, absolutely. There's always, always a lesson. But these things happen, and they happen Mm. to all of us. Um, Not obviously the same kinds of things, but we all have those moments where we're like, what? What just happened? (laughs) And that's life, unfortunately. And it's not the universe trying to beat us up or Uh make us feel bad or, you know, make us feel like we've done something wrong or whatever. There is karma. This wasn't her paying back karma. It wasn't. But sometimes we have to pay karma back. So we have to think about that, too. Did I do something wrong that caused this to happen? Okay, then I need to just take my karma, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But it's not the universe trying to to not help us. They want to help us. They yeah. want to be on our side. They are on our side always. Mm-hmm. We just have to listen. That's all. And trust mm-hmm. and go with what they're trying to show us. So, I agree. Yep. So there we have it. Very good. Yay. Good job. Thank you. You too. I hope everybody enjoyed that. And great job on the radio show this week too. Oh, thank you very much. Like I said, next week we'll share that number that you guys can... Um, call in whenever you want yeah. um, during the episodes and talk to Samantha. And thank you. I received so many messages like afterwards saying, oh, you did so well or, you know, the similar things to like what Hillary 
uh, and Amanda were saying at the beginning, and I, I appreciate it so much. Like, you guys are so supportive, and I couldn't yeah. ask for a better support team from, from Danny, from my family, from all of you guys. It's just been amazing, so thank you all. Very cool. Yay. Very cool. Yeah. So you'll have to check that out. Yes. Next week. Do it. Yep. So I'll give you my info <clears throat> while Let's we're do doing it. that. Okay. So the radio show, again, you can find it online. It's voiceamerica.com on the Empowerment Channel, uh, 10, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Wednesdays. Now, it is on demand as well, and I share that um, on the podcast page as well. So you should be able to find it there or at samanthajonespsychicmedium.com. Yes. And that's my website. And if you'd like to set an appointment, you can do that there. Um, yeah, and if you want to find us at Spiritual Joneses or email us spiritualjoneses at gmail.com. Very good. And you, sir. Yes, for my art again, djonesartcollection.com for the web, at djonesartcollection for Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. And one thing I wanted to share, which I did last week, we did add the um, theme music to Samantha's uh, new radio show, and I forgot to give credit to a couple people. One was uh, Sean Davis, who played the bass on that song for me. The guy's incredible. Yes, totally thank cool you, guy. Sean. I love him. And then <clears throat> the gentleman that mixed and produced it for me was Jason Orm. Thank you, Jason. Uh, great job, Jason. Longtime friend. He is also the guitar player for Alanis Morissette and has worked with like Sarah McLaughlin and some quite a few other people. But anyways, really good. Guy's really talented. Yes, I'm very honored to have all three of you working on that song for me. Yeah. That was fabulous. So thank you guys. Yes. Appreciate that. I forgot to mention you last week. Sorry. Yes, thank all of you, all three of you. I appreciate the music. It's fabulous. It's exactly what I wanted. Cool. So. I'm glad you like it. Thank you. Anyways, um, and I was going to mention this too, that we have been wrapping up. We've been working on songs that you know our band had been recording throughout the last few years and i'd like to start sharing some of those yeah and just play them at the end so i think maybe starting next week one at at the end of each yeah. episode and i'll just share each one so you can kind of hear what i had been doing that would be cool. that i've been talking about yeah love even it. though it's not like really officially a band per se but the songs are there and they should be shared and heard they should yeah yep so anyways that's it for me we hope that everybody got something out of this this week. That we do. And don't forget that's just a myth that the universe doesn't have your back. It really does. It does. Just believe and look for the signs. Yes. And we hope everybody has a great week. That we do. And until next week. Peace and, and love. love.